0: Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger, and with me, as always, is my good buddy, Bebop.
1: Jonathan, I can't believe it. What, Bebop? It's just, it's so amazing.
0: What is it, Bebop?
1: They said it couldn't be done.
0: Okay, Bebop, you're really blowing this out of proportion here. What's what's going on?
1: Finally, we have some real
2: writers on this podcast.
0: Oh, I, I get it. I get it.
2: I mean, the work that these listeners send in is just amazing. Finally, people who know how to write a story.
0: Well, what about Bebop Tales, huh, Bebop?
1: Those are not written stories, though. I'm more of a troubadour. Hey storyteller of old, a fireside rock on tour
0: oh, okay all right <laughs> that's enough anyways bebop is right we have some amazing writers who listen to our show these kids have written incredible endings to our last story and so today we're going to feature some of those endings and then tomorrow we'll have some more we got over a hundred so I don't know if we'll be able to get every single ending in but we're going to shout out all of the great writers who sent in their endings and then on Friday we'll have a new fun story for you to write The ending of That's also a really fun collaboration With a podcast pal of ours So stay tuned for that Alright, so, Bebop, what do you say? Should we dive into some of these endings? Head first, Jonathan Alright, well said But before we go too deep into a couple of these endings Let's talk about some of the suggestions And endings that we got from our listeners Like Leo, who's eight from Maryland He suggested that Foggy says Oh no, I can't think of anything And then out of nowhere, Bunce knocks them into the Marlow. also knocks the aliens into the sea. And then Voltronics sets off fireworks.
1: Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And we also got something from Dylan, who's seven, and he just suggested that the planet explodes.
0: <laughs> that would definitely end the episode if just the planet entirely blew up.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: And we also got something from our pal Grant. Grant sent us a picture that says... Since Voltronics, when he touches it more, more comes out, but maybe when he touches it less, they disappear. They'll go pop, 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 pop into one. And he drew us a picture and it says that they're shouting for joy because they turn them all into one fluffy alien.
1: I like that. They all kind of unite.
0: And then Oliver, who's 10 and Cameron, who's eight from Massachusetts, they wrote all of a sudden Voltronics Zoo powers off. Foggy decides to pick up one of the creatures and realizes that as it was multiplying, it had been draining power from them. Foggy decides to use a net to capture the creatures. And because they can't drain his power without him touching them, they disappear, leaving only the one original alien. Foggy and Voltronics are still drained of power and don't have enough power to return to the space station. Foggy is able to send a signal to Finn, who has been incredibly worried about Foggy and realizes that he is in trouble. He manages to steal a ship and goes to the island and rescues Foggy and Voltronics. Foggy realizes that he needed Finn's help on this adventure after all. The end. That's a really great ending. So the problem is that if you touch them, they multiply. And so if you use a net, then you don't touch them. And the draining power thing is a really interesting piece of the story to put in there that I had never thought of. So thank you to Oliver and Cameron from Massachusetts for those amazing ideas.
1: All right. And then our pal Samuel, he wrote in asking a series of questions and answering them to guide the story.
0: This is a really great way to write a story, kind of outline the issues and then how to solve those
1: issues. Okay. Take it easy, Jonathan. This is my turn. All right, so here are his questions. Why are the aliens multiplying? Because they are like a germ sponge reacting to any dirt-like substance or anything they haven't felt before. How can they stop the multiplying? Seeing as they're like a sponge, they could try to round them up without touching them. But when they touch each other, they become a giant version of the monster, becoming bigger and bigger the more they have touched. Oh,
0: cool. So that's a similar idea to our pal Grant.
1: Still my turn, Jonathan. Thank you. All right, more questions. How can they decrease the population? Same way to stop the multiplying. The monster is intelligent enough to listen to voices but can't talk. Similar to the worm, Lowly, from Bebop Tales. They can only speak by being touched, which is a problem, seeing as they multiply by being touched. If you use a branch, though, you can hear them without them multiplying. P.S. Bebop, you should have a statue of honor. You're seriously a great robot to be owned by such a great person. Hey, wait. Bebop, did you just add that in? No, I swear it's in the story. Oh, okay. And then number five, who's going to solve the problem? I have an idea that Foggy's motivation is to impress Finn and do his job. Voltronics just wants to goof around and act like, well, Voltronics. They end up rounding up the monsters into the giant monster and using their booster and fighting techniques to hurt them. Then they fight the giant monster together. That's a really
0: great outline for the ending. Thank you so much, Samuel.
1: Yeah, Samuel, and thanks for my statue.
0: Alright, take it easy, Bebop. But I do want to say that I really appreciate that Samuel recognized Foggy's motivation and used that to come up with his ending. Great job. Cool.
1: Alright, let's have an audio ending from our pal Leo.
2: I'm Leo Maxwell. This is my ending. How old are you? Five.
1: And where do you live?
2: Vancouver, Canada. Okay. They get a wagon and multiply them back To no more. The end.
1: Every story is better with a ray gun, Jonathan. I'm always saying that.
0: (laughs) You are, Bebop, and great job, Leo. All right, I also want to say thank you so much to our pal Sophie, who drew an amazing ending for us, and Abigail, who's six from Charlestown, Massachusetts, who said that maybe Foggy and Voltronics should go up and tell Finn and his mom so they could try to help, and maybe Finn could try to catch them, and they could try to teach them how to try to make something that could catch them. And that's my idea. I love that idea. Thank you very much, Abigail.
1: Thank you also to Abrielle from Jacksonville, Florida for her picture.
0: All right. And now we're going to do a couple of endings that are completely written by our listeners. And don't despair if you haven't heard your shout out yet. We'll be doing more of those. I promise you. So this first ending is written by an author named Ellis, who is six and a half from Sacramento, California. The island was now full of little aliens, and more were getting ready to jump across the water, spreading out across the oceans. Oh, what would Finn do? said Foggy. Right when Foggy said that, a blue alien jumped out of a bush. It was like a person, but it had giant tentacles coming out of its back, and it said, RTTL? Voltronics Smarty Brain Zoo said, Let's touch this one too. Foggy face palmed and quickly pulled Voltronics Zoo back. He said, I think it's trying to
2: talk to us. For no reason, Voltronics Zoo said,
0: Maybe it can write?
2: Foggy said, Actually, that's a pretty good idea if it is trying to talk to us. So a slit opened up on Foggy's chest
0: and he pulled out some paper. Voltronic Zoo grabbed it and threw it at the alien. The alien caught the paper, looked at it, and said, Suddenly purple goo spewed out of its finger until its whole finger was covered in it. It used it to write. I think I can help you with that alien problem. The alien picked up a small yellow chest from behind a bush. It had weird writing on it. The alien opened it up to reveal a blue eye. The blue alien took the eye out of the chest and pointed it at one of the multiplying aliens. A red laser shot out of the eye, and when it hit the little furry alien, it merged with another alien. Now there was only one alien where there had been two. It got knocked onto its back, and Foggy noticed that it was wearing a collar. He walked over to the alien and examined the collar. It had a human language translator on it. Foggy thought, Maybe that's why the alien was listening to me when I was talking. The blue alien kept zapping the bunny-like aliens until there was only one left. Voltronic Zoo pushed Foggy out of the way and ran over to the last alien. He was about to pick it up and put it back in the bush when Foggy stopped him and said, Fultronic Zoo, look! He looked over and saw Finn Caspian and the other explorers coming down toward them with rocket-powered spacesuits. Foggy said to Finn, How did you do that? Spacesuits don't have rocket boosters. Finn explained, Because you were away for so long, we thought you might be in trouble. So the rocket scientists
2: built these, and we came to help. Good! You found alien life! Foggy said, We have, and we have completed the mission, because this blue alien can write, and the other alien that is over there has a translating collar. We can't bring it to the space station, because it multiplies if someone touches it. But before we leave, let's ask the blue alien if it wants to come with us, because this alien is a good helper. When they asked the alien, it wrote down, Okay. And then the alien
0: held on to the robots, and they all flew back to the space station. All right. Thank you, Ellis. That is a great ending. Lots of really inventive stuff there. I like how you used that part where the alien was listening but couldn't speak, so you added the writing element into the story. And an episode themed around writing. Genius. Thank you so much, Ellis. All right. And next up is an ending written by Lucy, who is nine, from Connecticut. So let's rewind and see what Lucy has to say for her ending of Solo Robo. was now full of little aliens and more were getting ready to jump across the water spreading out across the oceans. Oh, what would
2: Finn do? said Foggy. I have an idea, said Voltronics. Voltronics, my dear boy, said Foggy. Let me think. But I have an idea, said Voltronics. I do too, said Foggy. What if we go up to the space station and get Finn? He always has great ideas. But
0: I have an idea, said Voltronix.
2: Now, Voltronix, my dear boy, said Foggy. Now we must think of how to get Finn off without anyone realizing. Now what to do with all of these creatures while we are up at the space station? While
0: you do that, said Voltronix, I'm going to... He trailed off. He had noticed something. Something that Foggy had not. Creatures jumping over the water. (whistles) but they were making sure not to touch the water. Another creature jumped (laughs) and Voltronix splashed it with water. He didn't get himself too wet though. He was smart enough to know that that would basically mean that he would need to go back to the
2: robot room again. We could, said Foggy, try to communicate just with Finn. Actually, no, he would need to be in his spacesuit for that. While Foggy was pondering it over, Voltronix put on his boosters. "'Voltronics, where are you going?' said Foggy. "'My dear boy, it is not a time to get a nice view.'"
0: But Voltronics was really trying to herd things back onto the one island. Whenever they jumped, they landed on his shoulders. So then others were jumping. Soon, all of them were jumping. Because he wasn't trying to pick them up, they weren't multiplying. Then, just as Foggy turned around, Voltronics had just turned off his boosters and fell into the water. Voltronics, I guess, said Foggy, annoyed. And that was the end of that. Voltronics would just need to go to the robot room again. But then Foggy saw there were no more creatures. Oh, said Foggy. I guess you did have a plan. Voltronics washed up on the beach, and Foggy tried but didn't really do a very good job of fixing him. There were several things wrong, or didn't go well for Voltronics on the flight back. He seemed to not be able to sense direction, so Foggy had to hold on to him to make sure he didn't use his boosters to fly off to who knows where. Also, his voice was high. And one minor thing, he was talking utter nonsense. For one thing, when Foggy told him that he was going to hold on to Voltronics while they rocketed back to the Marlow, Voltronics' response was, I like to eat magazines!
2: At which Foggy laughed and said, Voltronics, my dear boy, either you have gone completely crazy or are speaking a different language or, which is the more likely answer, really, really need to go to the robot room. And then again, on the way there. This is awful. This is wonderful. Dancing parrot.
0: What? Said Foggy. DVD! Said Voltronics. Oh boy. Sighed Foggy. When they returned to the Marlow, Finn was the first one who ran to greet Foggy. What happened to Voltronics?
2: Finn asked. You probably won't believe me when I tell you this, but Voltronics actually had a pretty good idea, said Foggy. You gotta be kidding me, said
0: Finn. Amazing. Thank you so much to Lucy for that ending.
1: We have another one from our pal Owen. Owen. He said they should catch a little brown alien in a stretchy bag so it contains any aliens that multiply and bring it to the Marlow. They should keep it in a glass room so they can study it. And then he included their motivations, which were Foggy wanted to see if they can live on the planet. And wants to collect aliens and bring them to the Marlow to study them. Thank you very much, Owen.
0: All right, so we'll do some more endings tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for writing in your endings. We'll have some more of those tomorrow, and then we will have a new episode for you and a new story for you to continue writing on Friday. Thank you guys all so much. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy and having fun with their families. And we will see you soon.
1: And thanks for teaching Jonathan how to write. Yeah,
0: thanks for that. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com?